Hey friends, this is Rick Renner, and today I'm not coming to you from my regular set because we're still in the middle of an emergency, and I'm here with Denise and with Paul, and we want to say thank you for everything you've already done to help us meet the needs of millions of people that have been displaced because of events that have occurred in our part of the world. We're coming to you from Moscow. This really is our studio. And it's amazing to me that because of how we've built our ministry for 30 years in this part of the world, people are reaching out to us from everywhere, from both sides of this event, because they know we don't pick sides and that we represent the kingdom of God. We are a safe place for people. And nearly 100,000 prayer requests have come to us from people that are walking on roads, fleeing in cars. They don't even know where they're going. Some of them are hiding in basements. Some of them are in subways. Some of them are in their little country dotches where they're hiding, but they're getting online and they're reaching out to our ministry saying, please pray for me. And some of the testimonies we're hearing are just miraculous. People that are literally being saved as we pray for them. And I want to say thank you for being a partner because you're a partner with our ministry. You're helping us to help them. And right now, we as a ministry need your help to provide relief. You've already helped. Thank you for everything that you've already done. But hey, the last time we came to you, there were a million displaced people. Now there are nearly five million. Think about that number, Paul and Denise. Five million displaced people, and many of them have fled west across the border into Eastern European countries. Many of them have fled east. They've crossed over into Russia. It doesn't matter where they are. They're displaced. Many of them don't know when they're going to go home. Many of them don't know if they're ever going to get home. Many of them don't even know if they have a home to go back to. And we need to do our best to meet them where they are with the love of God. And that is why we're providing this very much needed relief. A whole box, which is filled with 20 meals. It is $60 a box. You can give a whole box or you can just provide a meal or however meals you can afford to give. But everybody can do something. We saw yesterday in Galatians chapter 6 that the Apostle Paul teaches that each one of us need to do our part when a moment comes, and this is one of those moments, and we can all do something. Of course, we can all pray, but right now we need to do more than pray. We are brothers and sisters that are really in need, unbelievers who need to hear the gospel, and their hearts are wide open to the gospel. And not only are we providing them a box full of food and relief, but we're also providing them with a Bible. Many of them left without a Bible. We're providing a book on repentance so that those that are unsaved can receive Christ into their hearts. We're giving them the 91st Psalm so they can read and meditate on the promises of God to protect them. We're providing them all of these things and a letter from us and from you stating who we are that's provided all of this relief, telling them how they can join us online when they can get online again and become a part of our huge internet church in this part of the world. They're going to look to us because we did something for them and we're believing for a revival to come as a result of this. Amen. Many people are going to get saved. And by connecting with us, we can teach them the word of God. And we're asking you to help us because this really is an emergency situation. Denise.
You know, Rick, I was thinking as you were talking about the power of these, the Bible, this book about how to get saved in the 91st Psalm. And I was thinking about Paul's wife, Paulina. And you think, well, what, what, what could just this little do for somebody? Well, for Paulina, she was just eight years old. She was in a pretty awful position in her life. Her daddy just died. Her mom didn't know what she was going to do. And she saw a track. It was in the garbage. She picked it up. And that little girl prayed that prayer of repentance. And it changed her life forever. Now she's my daughter. Now she's Paul's wife. A wonderful, wonderful, committed woman of God with four children serving God. You wouldn't think that just one little thing that you do could impact somebody so much and then impact thousands of others after that. But that's what you're doing. And Denise, somebody paid for that tract. Somebody paid for that tract and probably wondered, well, what will my gift do? Look what it did. I know. It is amazing. You know, yesterday Paul quoted uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 3 where Paul says, the Apostle Paul says, one plants and other waters, but God gives the increase. We all have to do our part. One plants, another waters, but God joins us and he gives increase in ways that are beyond our imagination. Paul? Not so long ago, someone said to me, you're in Moscow. How many Ukrainians do you have in your church? Or how is this situation affecting your church? Well, the truth is, on, over 50% of our church in Moscow have relatives in the Ukraine or had relatives in the Ukraine. And so when we're speaking to people just on a, you know, how are you? How are you today? Immediately, the response is, I have a relative right now that I can't get a hold of. I'm speaking to my son. I'm speaking to my daughter-in-law. I'm speaking to my son-in-law right now, trying to find out where they are and how we can help them. And people are going in all different directions. Spoke to someone last week in Moscow that said, my apartment building was bombed. I don't know, I don't know what I'm going to do with my parents' house. People are experiencing pain on all kinds of different levels. And this right now that we're doing, this little that we're doing, we're putting a little together and a little together and another little together, and we're expecting God to do something supernatural. We get to be partners with Jesus when we begin to help people and share love. Uh, it's what we can do. Sometimes you feel like you can't do anything. Mm -hmm. what, what, what can I do? But we can all do something. But we can. We can be part of the answer. We can be part of the solution. And Jesus is the answer. But you know, Paul, when you look at just what you're doing, it seems like little. But when everybody does something, it becomes huge. Yes. This is not just one box of relief. It's tons. It's tons. One person hasn't paid for tons. Many, many, many people have given. And we're being very faithful to steward this money. We're putting it all together. We're buying everything we can at rock bottom prices, putting it together. And by the way, prices are escalating out of sight. Sugar doubled in price. Doubled in price and not just sugar. Right now we have another emergency also, and that is finishing our studio. And we're almost finished. But in just the last couple of weeks, prices for building materials doubled 
again, again. And our studio is so very vital because it is an anchor for the proclamation of the Word of God in this part of the world where the Word of God is so needed. And from here, we're coming to you. We're reaching the whole world. And we need to finish that studio and buy all of the materials we can as fast as we can to wrap it up. That's another emergency which we're facing right now. So right now in our ministry, we have two really urgent needs. And number one, above everything else, it is helping people that have been displaced. And my friends, we need your help to help them. And the Bible tells us in Proverbs 19, verse 17, oh, I love this verse that he who gives to the poor, he who gives to those that are struggling, lends to the Lord and the Lord repays him. And if you'll help us get this relief to people right now by calling us or by going online, the Lord will repay you. Or maybe it's also on your heart to help us finish our studio so the word of God can continue to flow with no interruptions into every nook and cranny in this part of the world where people really need the proclamation of the word of God. If either of these projects are on your heart, please call us or go online. Join us in this emergency situation. Denise. Oh, you know, I think of the word opportunity. Yes. This is an opportunity. And I know that many of you are sitting there and you've been praying. What could I do? I want to do something. Well, this is an opportunity to be a part of something so wonderful. Just a few days ago, Rick and I were in the room where our church has been working and gathering all those boxes. Denise, was that amazing to stand oh. in the middle of those it was amazing. Tons, tons of relief. It was amazing, Rick. Over 200 people came to church in very, very short notice on the weekdays to put together all of these, all of this food that you helped pay for. Yes. It's, it's amazing when you get to see the church in action. And They're, not only did they put it together, but the trucks are on the move right now along with two teams, 16 people in one team. Then there's another team. And both of these teams are really trained to meet people with humanitarian relief and to present the gospel. Denise. Oh, so powerful. We were standing there and I told Rick, I said, Rick, I feel like that I am standing in a, a whole room packed with love. Oh, it's so powerful. And it was your love. Thank you so, so, so much. If you've already given, we cannot thank you enough because you responded in an amazing way. And if you want to continue to be a part of this, just go online or give us a call right now. And when you reach out to us, let us know how to pray for you. I promise you, you won't get away from our ministry without somebody really praying for you. But hey, reach for your Bible and let's go to Philippians chapter four, where the apostle Paul says some amazing things about giving. And listen to what he says, beginning in verse 10, Philippians chapter four, verse 10. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at the last your care of me hath flourished again, wherein you were also careful, but you lacked opportunity. There's that word opportunity. But suddenly the Philippians became aware of an opportunity that they needed to help with and they gave. And then when you go to verse 12, Paul makes this amazing statement. For I know how to both be abased 
and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I'm instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Then he adds in verse 13, this verse that we all love, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Do you know why he wrote that verse? He was saying, I'm going to do what God has called me to do if anybody helps me or not. That was the commitment of the Apostle Paul. Maybe I'll abound. Maybe I'll have lack. Maybe I'll have a lot. Maybe I won't have much, but it doesn't matter to me either way. I am going to do what God has called me to do. I can do all things. I can push through everything through Christ who strengthens me. That's really what he was meaning. It was his resolve. He was going to do what God was telling him to do. And then he continues and he says in verse 15, Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For in Thessalonica you sent once and again unto my necessity. Ah, he says, not because I desire a gift, but that I desire fruit that may abound to your account. And here we find the marvelous truth that when we give by faith, it is credited to our heavenly account. And then when you come to verse 19, Paul gives us this famous verse, but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. It is the equivalent of saying, because you have gotten involved in meeting this need, now God is going to get involved in meeting your need. And just like you have generously supplied what we needed right now for the ministry, God is going to respond by generously supplying everything you need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. We can't even begin to imagine the supply that God has in heaven. We can never outgive the Lord. But in these verses, the Apostle Paul says, when we respond to an opportunity and we provide for those that are in need or for the needs of the ministry, God says, now I'm going to respond to you and I'm going to generously supply for you. That's what all of those verses are about, Denise. And you never can outgive the Lord. Never, 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 never. I have, I mean, we've given and seen him give back so much more. And it says that he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is, is a, a rewarder. rewarder. And I want to say to you, there is no rewarder like the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, he rewards in ways that you cannot reward yourself. Paul? Verse 13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I like how you just talked about that verse. Hey, it's a decision to go forward. It it's, is. Over the past few weeks, uh, now you may ask, how are you? Like, how is, how is ministry? Uh, have the sanctions affected you? Well, the answer is yes, the sanctions are affecting us. How are we? Well, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. This is our choice, not to give up, not to stop, not to back down. Our choice is to continue. And I want to say thank you to those of you that have written or called. And you say, well, how are the renters navigating all of this? We are navigating it with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit knows everything. Yes. In fact, Jesus said in John 16, verse 13, that the Holy Spirit will be our guide. That word guide, the Greek word hodega, describes a tour guide. Well, a tour guide knows everything. He knows all the sites. He knows everything you should avoid, everywhere you should go, everywhere you should not go. 
and the Holy Spirit is willing to be the tour guide for anybody who will listen. And guess what? He knows everything that's been planned. He knows about every sanction. He knows about every assault. And because we're listening to him like a tour guide, he has said, now let me lead you step by step. And our job is to stay in step with the Spirit. And we want to say thank you for praying for us. And everything is good. The grace of God is with us. But right now we have an urgent need to help these people that have been displaced. Yes. And the Holy Spirit has asked us to do our part in coming alongside these people and bearing their burden and helping them. My friends, we can do something to help them. And you know that Denise and I and our ministry, we have never, ever come and made appeals like this in the past. It's not because of us. Proverbs 31.9 says to plead, to plead the cause of those that are struggling and we're pleading the cause of five million people that have been displaced. We cannot help all five million, but we can help a lot of them because of your giving and our giving. And together, we really can make a difference. And Jude verse 22 commands us, and if some have compassion, it's a compassion that does something. He doesn't just watch it and say, oh, it's so sad, it's so pitiful. It's a compassion that is compelled to action. And if some have compassion, and the rest of the verse says, making a difference. A $3 gift will make a difference in someone's life. It will put food in their stomach. A $60 gift will buy a whole package of relief. You know the voice of the Holy Spirit. I don't have to tell you what to give. He'll tell you what to do or what not to do. We just want you to listen to the Holy Spirit and to pray. And remember that we're not just providing food and hygiene products. And by the way, hygiene products are very important. Shampoo, oh, yes. soap, combs. So. What if you fled your home and you didn't have anything? You couldn't take a shower. Finally, you got to a place where there's water and you have no soap. You have no shampoo. You have nothing to shave with. And somebody hands you a package of everything you need. That's what we're doing. And it communicates the love of God. And do you know, in the first epistle of John, it says, how can you see your brother in need and do nothing? How can the compassion of God dwell in you if you do nothing to help those that are in need? And right now, we can let the compassion of Jesus flow through us. And by the way, when I think about compassion, I think about what the Gospels tell us about Jesus. It says, when Jesus saw the multitudes who were in need, he was moved with compassion. Compassion moves you. It causes you to do something. Jesus didn't just see the multitudes and say, that's so pitiful. He was moved with compassion to feed them. He was moved with compassion to heal them. God's compassion moves us to do something. And if you've not done something, then it's just pity. It's not compassion. But God wants his compassion to flow through us right now to provide a box of relief or a meal or multiple meals. And at the same time, we provide this humanitarian relief. Denise, we're giving them a Bible. We're giving them the word of God. We're giving them a book written by me about repentance, what it is, what it isn't, how to do it. We want people to get saved. We're giving them the 91st Psalm so they can carry it with their documents and they can look at it and be reminded all the time of the promises of God. 
We're giving them natural help. We're giving them spiritual help. We're winning them to the Lord with the evangelists that we're sending to deliver all of this relief. And we want to say thank you for everything you're doing to come alongside of us to help us. And I guarantee you, we will really deliver this relief. We will do what we say. We are already doing it. Trucks are on the way. Our team is on the way again, carrying tons and tons of relief to people that have been displaced, including mothers and grandmothers with their children and their grandchildren and many, many children that have been separated from their parents. Yes. We visited an orphanage recently with over 500 children. These children have recently been orphaned because of the conflict that's going on. And when they fled from the places where they lived, they fled with what they had. They didn't have any spring clothes or any summer clothes. They didn't have everything they needed. And it's, it's hard to imagine 100 children in one orphanage. Try to imagine 500 children in one orphanage right now that, that just need they just need help. And one of our teams that is there this week, they're, they're there with, uh, clothes. with clothes and an evangelistic program that they're allowed to share with these children. So we're doing everything we can to touch the lives of all kinds of different people. Also, refugee families that have crossed the border and simply found homes or kind people that they can live with temporarily. They just simply find, can I please spend the night and knocking those, on people's doors? And those people that have opened their homes don't have enough food to feed the folks. So we're helping them. But you know, Paul, while you're talking about these kids that fled and they don't have the right clothes for the right season, mm -hmm. I saw one of the videos sent back by our teams mm -hmm. of mothers and children digging through piles of clothes that we're helping to provide. And you can just see the look of elation on their face that somebody has provided clothes. And Paul, we're doing it in Romania. Mm -hmm. We're doing it in Bulgaria. We're doing it in Moldova. We're doing it in the Czech Republic. We're doing it in Poland. We're doing it in Latvia. We're doing it in the East. It is amazing how many lives we're touching right now because of you, because of what you have given. Think about it right from where you are right now. Maybe you're in your living room. Maybe you're listening on a device where you're sitting in a coffee shop. I don't know where you are, but very far from where you are, your money is making a difference in somebody else's life. If you've said, Lord, I wish that my life would make a difference right now, your life can really make a difference by going online or by giving us a call. You can become a part of this project. And from right where you are, you can reach into someone else's darkness to really make a difference, Denise. This is your opportunity to, as Rick said, make a difference. That your, your giving is paying for the gas that's in those trucks that are carrying all that product to those people, all that relief to those people. I mean, it, everything is going together for one reason, to share the gospel with those people and to give them relief, to say to them, here's food, here's some soap, here's some toothpaste, here's a blanket for your child. It's all with a message. And then when you give them the gospel, oh. the truth is 
we're all going <clears> to <throat> die someday and we're all going to face eternity. And you could be making the difference for someone's, not today, but for their eternity. Not spending eternity in hell, but spending eternity in heaven through your giving. You know, Denise, while you were speaking, I heard a song. We all grew up our age going to see Mary Poppins. Just a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. And when you give somebody what they need, yeah. it helps them take the gospel. They want the whole package. This is a spoonful That's of true. medicine, sugar to help the medicine go down. That's true. We want to put food in their stomach and we want the gospel to go into their hearts. And my friends, we can really make a difference in people's lives by just going online or giving us a call and becoming a part of this project. And when you reach out to us, oh, we're going to pray for you. You're not going to let you leave us before we really prayed for Jesus to do whatever needs to be done in your life. And we've seen today from Philippians chapter four, that when you get involved in gospel opportunities, God says, now let me show you what I'm going to do. God says, now I'm going to get involved in your need and I'm going to generously, lavishly supply all your needs according to my glorious supply. That's what he'll do. And please remember also that right now we need to wrap up our studio because prices are doubling for building materials. We've almost finished. We can knock this thing out. And if God puts it on your heart to help us wrap that up, it's an anchor for the proclamation of the Bible in this part of the world. We don't need it to be interrupted. We need to keep the programs moving out to every nook and cranny where people are just hungering for the Word of God. And you can also help us with that. So right now we have these two major projects, and both of them are very urgent. And we really need your help. Number one, we need to provide relief to people that are displaced. And my friends, I hope you understand, this is a major focus for us right now. This is priority number one, that we do what we can to help people that are displaced in many, many places. And to also finish the studio, just to knock it out, get done with it. We can wrap up both of these things and make a difference for the gospel. Denise? I was just thinking about someone that's listening and you're saying, but I'm really struggling right now. And you you need to push through. You need this attitude that Paul said. I can do all things through Christ. This is a powerful attitude for you right now to say, I can do this. I can push through this difficulty. Mm. And I just wanted to say that to you. You can do it. Paul. Amen. You can be part of the solution today. Somebody needs help. And somebody who has already given is now ready to receive. Mm. Those people today that are in need, many of them Christians who have given, 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 and given, it's now time for them to receive. And we can be part of the blessing that is going to be coming into their lives right now through what we're doing now. Oh, that is powerful. Thank you for saying that. Because many of these people that are displaced are Christians who've been very, very faithful. And now it's their moment to receive. And the Bible teaches, we saw yesterday in Galatians chapter 6, whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. A lot of these displaced believers need a harvest. And we can be part of the solution by providing help. But Father, we thank you for helping us to help people 
who really are in an emergency situation. And Father, I pray that you bless every one of our friends that are with us today. Bless every person that has given. And according to Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, I ask you to generously supply all their needs according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for watching this broadcast. For more information on product resources or to learn how you can partner with this ministry, please connect with us at runner.org. Also, please be sure to visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.